portrait photos look best when the person in the picture looks natural. So a good portrait requires a little bit of cheekiness, a bit of a thick skin. There's people who just freeze up the moment they notice a camera on them. They forget how to smile, how to not smile, how to be themselves even. And they end up making so many of those pictures look like awkward ID photos. Something they'd never want to show anyone unless it's absolutely required. That's probably why our pictures look the best when the photographer is someone we're comfortable with. But that's also true of when we're not in front of a camera as well. When we are with someone we're not necessarily close to, it's hard to be ourselves with our natural behaviors and our natural facial expressions. We can't help but mind the person the way we would mind a camera. So maybe that means we need to be a little cheekier, not just in front of a camera, but in life in general as well. Don't be too shy. Don't be too mindful. Let's just be ourselves. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was I with their song, I Am. You want to talk about cheekiness, this bold, this confident nature? Well, just like in the song, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Because our pictures, have you ever seen? They really, they kind of don't lie. When you're feeling a little awkward, you definitely look awkward. And our pictures look best when they can capture our natural expressions, our natural selves, and maybe even reflect our true talents, our true charms. Those shine the brightest when we're feeling pretty comfortable, pretty natural. So in order for us to always be ourselves, even no matter who we are with, we need that little bit of cheekiness. In Korean, we call it a little boldness, a little, hey, you know what? I'm just not going to care what you think. I'm just going to do me. I don't think that's such a bad thing. It's nice to have a little dose of confidence there. Well, eh, cheekily moving along to our next business. It is hard to believe, is it not? That today is the last day of July. I I imagine that, I don't know, listeners like me kind of had a little moment of reflection about it being, whew, the 31st of July. Here we are. We made it through this tough month weather-wise here in Korea. And uh, yeah, it makes us reflect on where to next. Definitely looking at kind of the, uh, I don't know, already late summer. And then already, my gosh, we have to think about wrapping up the ear slowly, but still. So, let me ask you, starting things off on this uh, new week, albeit the last day of the month, where is everybody? Our global roll call on YouTube Live is coming up in just a moment. Tell me where you are and what you're doing as you're tuning into today's One Fine Day. 
while at it, don't forget to send in your song requests and share your sayende stories and anecdotes about anything and everything as well. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Feel free to be a little cheeky. You can message me on Kong right on the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. And if you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message to Sharp 8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or MMS message will cost 101 per text. Now, in part two of today's show, we'll be joined by music critic Youngdae Kim for our look into the world of K-pop from the outside. For K-pop outside, stay tuned. I'll be back now with today's Where Are You on YouTube after this. Here's Imhanil with Capture featuring Wisu. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and it is currently 5.22 p.m. Just waiting for that minute to pass. And, you know, it started out a little sunny in the beginning of the day, and then it got all gray and dark and then rain. It's just, we get random mini rainstorms at least once a day now for the past week really weird, very unusual, but very hot. Lots of heat wave alerts and advisories every day, even some casualties, so you guys have to really be careful. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's time now for our global roll call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are listening from, what they are all up to today on this summer Monday. All right, where are you? Rista Ruli says, I'm at work. Hi, DJ. Hello, I hope work is going well for you. And uh, we have a, the idea of this person is, very cute. Says, this person says, I'm on my way to drum lesson. My drum lesson, it's my new hobby. What is your hobby these days? See, I, that's a question that I always fear because, gosh, do I have a hobby? Well, you know what? I've been really into board games lately. I've been playing uh, lots of different board games all throughout the, the weekend. In fact, I don't know if I should keep doing it because... Like, it's kind of hard on your back just sitting there all the time, but I don't know, I've been having fun. Chungsook72 says, DJ Lena, you always look so great in that baseball cap. I want to buy the same hat one day. Well, it's raining so hard all of a sudden 
The rainy season is supposed to be over, but the weather is so unpredictable these days. 오늘도 화이팅 하시고요. It's true. Everybody's been comparing it to to uh, Southeast Asian climates. It's not uh, typical of Korea, but you know how it's just kind of hot and muggy, and then you have a random rainstorm at least once throughout the day. So far, that's kind of been what it's like. Jisoo Kim 0801 says, Hi, Nuna. Currently at Fukuoka Airport. My vacation has come to an end. I didn't check yet, but I might have gained a lot of weight. Ooh, it's a kind of a happy thing and a sad thing at the same time. Well, glad you did Fukuoka right by eating their delicious food. Pacey says, Hello, Lena. I'm on the last day of self-isolation. I contacted coronavirus last week. Still have some stuffy nose and feeling drowsy. Oh boy. Well, yeah, the uh, uh, recommended isolation period or quarantine period is, I think, about five days. Even though, I guess, legally, you know, you're not, like, actually required to stay home. But, I mean, come on, we're all feeling pretty bad. I hope you have plenty of time to be able to recover before you have to get back to your activities. Get well soon. Kalababa says, hello, Lena Park. I'm in my native city of Sheikhupura. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. Had a really nice weekend. Very relaxing. Didn't do too much activities. Saw some friends. And like I said before, uh, going crazy at the board games. That's kind of fun. I saw some family. So yeah, couldn't ask for a better weekend. I think it was actually... The first weekend that I wasn't working and I wasn't sick since May. <laughs> wow. Okay, Mizan Rahman says, Hello, Lena Park. I am from Bangladesh in my office in Dhaka. Alright, hope everything's going smoothly at the office for you there. Alright, song requests. Our first request comes from listener 02912, who says, Hi, Annie, how was your weekend? It was scorching hot here in Japan, so I literally slept like a baby last Saturday. I think I went to bed at 2am, got up at 12pm, then fell asleep again around 3pm, and then it was 9 when I finally woke up. You can see I'm definitely not a summer person. Even though I don't like summer, I want to request Yoja Chingu's Yaram Yaram He. You did literally sleep like a baby, right? Taking all the midday naps. I think it was uh, very good for your body to be able to just surrender uh, when you felt sleepy to just go to sleep. Sometimes it's just the best way to recuperate and, like you said, get through the heat. All right, well, good luck getting through more of the heat. And then we have this really funny ID, ABCDHGHIJKL, Mitch01. Who writes, hello DJ Lena, how are you doing? The cap looks good on you, and I also love the color. Please play Aju Nice by Seventeen. They are my favorite group. I really want to meet them someday, and I hope I get a chance. Have a good day, DJ Lena. All right, I'm doing pretty good. Like, I think I've already addressed that question. Uh, everyone's referring to the ball cap that I was wearing Last Thursday, which is what that picture is from, on today's Instagram pic for our Where Are You post. Uh, 
yes, I do like that hat. It's hard to find baseball caps that are that fit my head. And child sizes, I've tried it. They kind of are not the right size. They're not great. But finding an extra small is tough. So I love that hat because it fits me nicely. So I'm glad you guys are digging it too. All right, let's listen to these two song requests right now. First up, it's Yoja Chingu Ji Friend with Yarum Yarum He, Sunny Summer, followed by Seventeen with Aju Nice or Very Nice. Aju Nice, Very Nice, Very Nice by Seventeen. And before that, Yarum Yarum He, Sunny Summer by Yoja Chingu or G Friend. Ray Luars uh, says, Wait, is this really live? Did I make it on time? It's 4.26 a.m. right now. Ooh. Very late. Very late. Uh, that's NYC time, right? So I think 4, 4.35 a.m. now that I'm reading your message, right? But yes. We are live. Um, Bagunju writes, "Nom penigo, 사랑합니다, 박정현님. I'm tuning in via Kong, and I'm so happy and thankful to hear your voice on my way home from work. All right, so glad to be a part of your tegunkir or your commute home. Thank you for joining." Voixoxo says, "Hi, 정현언님. Do you like getting your picture taken?" Or do you find it awkward? I like to take pictures with the film camera, and one day I want to take a picture of you. Oh. Well, yeah, you know what? I am not crazy about taking my picture uh, or getting my picture taken, especially you know professional photo shoots, because you know the photographers are not like my BFFs or buddy buddy. We're a professional setting, so it's tough, right? Um, but Just like in the opening, the only way I get through it is I have to just uh, become a very, very pompone, right? Gotta get cheeky. Just be like, hmm. I gotta just throw out all of my insecurities. And if we don't, then we're uh, we're wasting time and money. And I'm gonna be there all day. JL3631 says, but it feels too awkward. It does. It does. Absolutely. But it's going to be more awkward if you have all these professional photos like me done and I'm just standing there going, hee hee hee, looking awkward. No, I have to look confident or capture a certain feel according to the concept of the picture. So I do it. You guys should try it. Just be like, hey, since this is awkward, I gotta get cheeky and just bust out really good pictures now so we can just be finished earlier or else it'll take forever, right? <laughs> P.S. I love says, 안녕하세요. Did you have a relaxing weekend? I went to get my smartphone camera fixed last week, but they couldn't fix it right away, so I'm going back today. I didn't get to rest much over the weekend, so I'm having a Monday that's tougher than usual. But I'm looking forward to good music and good stories as usual. Him, him. I want to request a lovely song. Please play Reggae Kang Gatin Pyeonghwa's Beautiful Girl featuring Kwon Jung Yeol. 
All right. Well, so sorry that you didn't get as relaxing a weekend as others did. Um, hopefully you can uh, just get through this Monday. Hurry up and get through it and maybe get some really good rest tonight. All right. Hopefully part of the good music that you are anticipating is now because here's your song request. Reggae Ganga Tempiongo with their song Beautiful Girl featuring Kwon Jung Yeol. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Alicia says, LOL, I'm usually reluctant to take photos because I look bad in photos, but the moment I get a nice one, I'm glad I took it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, even um, people who really don't like taking photos, I think we're always kind of glad we did, though. It's just, it's it's not fun and it feels a little bit of an annoyance at the time, but we're always glad we did later on. Absolutely. JSJerry76 says, It was so hot yesterday that I almost finished an entire watermelon on my own, and now I have a stomach ache. Oh, no. A watermelon is like 70% water. How did you get a stomachache from that? I guess just from the overeating aspect. Well, everything in moderation, even watermelon. My goodness, I hope you feel better. Yunmi Jung writes, Hey, you know that tree behind you? Looks like a little palm tree. (laughs) It looks like a palm tree to you, maybe. It just looks like a house, an office plant to me. Summer in Jeju is really hot. It would rain like crazy. And then a rainbow would pop out with the sun blasting. The clouds are so magnificent that I want to just stare at them all day. But I'm starting to kind of miss Seoul a little bit now. What? (laughs) Missing Seoul? My goodness, but you're in Jeju Island. I would just milk it and milk it because you're only there for a limited amount of time. When you get back to Seoul, you'll be missing Jeju more. So don't even think about Seoul. Don't even think about it. Just concentrate on your wonderful uh, time and uh, the wonderful environment you're in now. Why is Angela32 writes, 언니 안녕하세요? Today is the last day of July. Now there's only five months of 2023 left. Why must time go so fast? When I look back on what I've done this year, all I can remember is going to work, working, and coming home. Sigh. I did set some resolutions for the year, but I don't think I've done any of them right yet. There's still plenty of time left, so I'll get to them one by one, starting with the easiest ones. Fighting. Yes, fighting to you too. Yes, I mean, it's been a busy year for many of us, most of us. That's for sure. <laughs> when is it not a busy year? So yeah, we can get really carried away or just sort of get into our routine. We call it the daily grind. Wake up, work, come home, sleep, wake up, work, come home, sleep. And yeah, and then sometimes time can pass us by. But uh, this is something that we have both all discovered together on OFD through the years is if you look back and think really hard, you're going to find some really great moments uh, that will, 
you know, become part of your 2023 memories. Well, I'm sure if you look hard, you did spend this uh, half year really, really well. PSY05902 writes, Onni, I'm at a study cafe right now. I got three awards at the end of last semester. I felt so rewarded, acknowledged for all my hard work that I almost cried. There really isn't much time left now, and I feel like I've become so sensitive lately. I hope my college entrance exam goes well this year. And I want to say whiting to all high school seniors in the country. Let's just do our best instead of feeling anxious about our uncertain futures. I want to request a song that I've been hooked on recently. It's SES Gumurumawasol. Thank you, Anni, for always being a source of strength for me. I believe I'm doing well because of you. Oh, I'm sure you are doing well because of you. But I will be that one person in your life, I'm not sure if I'm the only one, who will always nag and nag and nag and say, you can study, like, until uh, the end of time, but nothing's going to help you if you're too tired, malnourished, um, lacking sleep, or sick on the day of your big exam. So taking care of your health should also be a priority on your list of things to do. Good luck. I don't know how you found this uh, song. It's such a classic. Probably came out before you were even a glimmer in your mom's eye. But it is a great song. We thank you for requesting it. It's our next song break. SES. Kumru Mwasa. but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Today we'll listen to two songs that share the title, No Matter What. That's nice and cheeky confidence there. We'll start with the K-pop song, No Matter What, by Boa and Pindino. Boa, the star of Asia, first generation global pop K-star who really doesn't require any introduction, does she? And then we've got Pindino a talented rapper, popular among both hip-hop fans and pop music lovers. These two artists joined hands to release the song No Matter What as a single in 2016. It's a love song that starts like this. No matter what we do, wherever we may be, even if we have to travel across the globe, the light that belongs to just the two of us, I believe in its power, no matter what we do, no matter what we do. All right, just determined against all odds to stay together. As for our non-K-pop song, we'll listen to No Matter What by British singer-songwriter Caleb Scott. 
This artist rose to prominence after competing on the TV audition program Britain's Got Talent back in 2015. He became a best-selling artist by the following year. His song No Matter What was released as a single in 2018 off of the special edition of his debut studio album entitled Only Human. He described the song as both his most personal song and the song he's most proud of. It's a song about his parents who love him no matter what. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. It took me years to tell my mother I expected the worst. I gathered all the courage in the world. She said, I love you no matter what. I just want you to be happy and always be who you are. She wrapped her arms around me, said, don't try to be what you're not, because I love you no matter what. She loves me no matter what. Oh, very, very heartwarming, no? Let's listen to both of these heartwarming songs now. No Matter What by Boa and Pingino, followed by No Matter What by Kaylin Scott. No matter what fate, oldiesorado, that was Caleb Scott with No Matter What, and before that, No Matter What by Boa and Pinzino. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Now, in part two of today's show, we'll be outsourcing some outsiders' outstanding understanding of the outrageously complicated world of K-pop with help from music critic and ethnomusicologist Young Day Kim joining us for K-pop Outside. I'll be back with part two after one more song break. Here is Song Shigyeong with I Love You. <laughs> The world of K-pop is ever-changing and ever-evolving. You think you're keeping up, but all it takes is a blink of an eye before you find yourself playing catch-up. Fortunately, we know some people in the know, experts who can help us stay on track by showing their well-trained views from the outside. It's time for K-pop Outside. K-Pop Outside is a segment designed to help us keep up to date and learn a little more about K-Pop from an outside point of view. An outside meaning, just kind of knowing that overall, you know, um, objective point of view. And of course, who can be more objective than music critic, ethnomusicologist and author Young Day Kim? Welcome. Happy uh, Monday. Outside meaning I'm listening to music outside, yeah. usually in the car. <laughs> usually in the car. Yeah. Is that where you usually are listening to music? That's where I used to always listen to music in the car yeah in the car yeah or if if the if, if the house yeah well house is not a home but anyway <laughs> if the house yeah. is extremely quiet yes i can listen to the music all day ah yeah any day in mm-hmm. my in my room sure. u- using my computer or yeah. laptop any yeah. any device mm-hmm. 
Uh, but usually it's, it's not really happening. Someone <laughs> is always Something's crying, always you know, cry. shouting, crying. requiring, demanding, <laughs> um, blackmailing. <laughs> wow, they're keeping you busy there at your house, not a home. I need to buy that stuff. <laughs> You're all very in demand, um, daddy. You don't love me anymore. <laughs> you hate me. You always hate me. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying who's saying that. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. I think I heard that before. Not pointing fingers. No. No. No, Lena. No. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Um, it's a Monday. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah. 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 More shouting. <laughs> I, I don't know what's what was really happening. I don't know. It's just more shouting. Yeah. It, was was out yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm alive you're alive you yeah. made it through yeah i made it <laughs> we've got alicia tape Wern, yemin zero two nine one two saying young hi and hello young young hi. day hi there a lot of um you can't see it but a lot of cute little emojis um cheering you on <laughs> and welcoming you cute, very cute <laughs> super cute coin <laughs> emojis Mm-hmm. Um, welcoming you back here. Well, you you won't hear anyone screaming at you and demanding things um, from you here, except for your expert knowledge. But it isn't weird. Everywhere I go, there are always girls, girls, girls. You really? Know, you? Yes. Uh, we are a very. Uh, we're a very. It, it's not on purpose. Surrounded. But, uh, all of the OFD staff. Um, we are all female. Yeah. Which is one of the, actually one of the. Uh, I'm most Alan. <laughs> Have you watched Barbie? Not yet. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm going tonight. Yeah, yeah they, they say I'm Alan. <laughs> okay, I won't know what you mean until after I watch the movie. You'll um, be surprised. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, Young Day, you decided to kind of dig a little deeper. And right. as promised, yeah. bring back yeah. um, some more interesting picks from the infamous Rolling Stones uh, list that was released last week. The it was called the 100 greatest K-pop songs of right. all time. Very mm-hmm. ambitious title. Right, right. Very ambitious. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. More I see it, more yeah. I uh, just look into the whole list yeah. and uh, appreciate all the little details mm-hmm. and reviews. I respect more. I, I basically nice. respect the list. You know really? the the, now, the you, song choices okay. maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but I I'm not. Of course, we still established that the list is okay. I mean, this is not the Bible. Right? This no. is the be-all, be end-all compendium it of K-pop, which is impossible to do, especially because this is an, an American publication, right? And they are literally on the outside, yeah, yeah. looking into something far away and exotic. Yeah, I check out the, the committee members, mm-hmm. and uh, I I know one of. One or two, oh. you know, uh, you know, some some noted journalists. Yes, but um, I I don't see. So the good news mm-hmm. is there are lots of Korean people there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is good news. Yeah. That there were actually Korean people in the um, at, be it Korean Korean yeah. or be it um, uh, Korean American. Yeah. But they uh, had Koreans on the committee to ensure yeah. a certain amount well, of Well, I'm not saying Korean people is, is far superior, you know, in terms of understanding the music. True. But they uh, have a unique perspective, I can, obviously. I can vote for uh, my all-time hip-hop list or sure. heavy metal list. I'm proud of it. Sure. But um, 
but it's a matter of point of view. Yes. So I see, I can definitely see some kind of local point of view right. in this list, ah. especially the oldies. And, uh, and that you know, kind of explains some of the interesting songs we listened to last week. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was top 10. So that's, uh, that's how I uh, come up with the, with the songs choices uh, this week. Okay. So these songs are mm-hmm. sort of unlikely K-pop songs right. for the best K-pop songs list. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, I don't know. We, we're still struggling defining... Yeah. You know, definition. You know, I mean, what, you what K-pop it is what, yourself. Yeah, K-pop yeah. is a a new word, right? Right. Um, not even in existence for like, I mean, not even it's not even been twenty years. Mm. Um, but uh, you decided to go way down, down mm-hmm. to the bottom of the list. Um, I think fifty to one hundred, right? Yeah. And um, you said as we before we started the um. A segment you said i was looking at some you know you're looking at the list you're going uh-huh yeah sure of course that's on there uh-huh mm-hmm, and then you mm-hmm. go what <laughs> uh, and there, there's just some sort of song that you kind of make go mm? and uh very unexpected kind of um right. on the list and so you brought those in right because they are very mm? yeah because <laughs> when you when you think of the, the word k-pop you would automatically have a, some images, Idol right? Idol group. Idol group. Boy right, bands, girl right. groups, or dance music. Or hip-hop. IU and... Bit R&B, maybe. Sure, some R&B. Yeah. So, yeah. these songs that I chose today right. uh, would be quite interesting. So, you were telling me, what I asked you, what are the typical from 50 to 100? And you're like, oh, you know, we can, we'll see like, you know, uh, an Oh My Girl song or maybe like a, a Zion T song or some Ang Mew or... Yeah. Or something like that. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of that, we get our first song, which is at number 90. Okay, so 96, Busker Busker, Cherry uh, Blossom oh, Ending. Yeah. 95, Zion T, Yanghua Bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so Pentagon Shine. Sure. Uh, then uh, mm-hmm. you have J-Part. Yeah. Then 91, mm-hmm. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. G-Friend, Mi Gustas Du. Mi Gustas Du. So, yeah, that's a, that's a K-pop we know, we right? We all go, mm-hmm, yes, sure. 90 is Han Myung Suk. The boy in the yellow shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Han Myung Soo, by the way? For a lot of you. Oh, uh, you um, know, um, I only know this song because um, <laughs> because I had to sing it on my first concert. Oh. Yes. W- w- was it your own choice? Or, no. Or, what, uh, how what would it? I even know this song? <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's a, kind of a story I told in my concerts this mm. year, but um, yeah, when I didn't have a lot of my own repertory in my first concert, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, my other musicians in the band, they decided kind of picking songs for me to learn to sing. Okay. And, you know, popular songs, you know, like... Uh, right. uh, um, you know, right? Yeah. Or Young Won right? Of course. But then... Uh, they said you gotta do a Noran Shas even Sanai. I'm like, mm. what's that? I thought it was very famous. I guess it is very famous. It made the ninety. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it, it's very very classic song. Not just famous. It was probably the biggest hit <gasps> that year, nineteen sixty one. Wow. You know when we when we talk about the oldies, mm-hmm. like an old Korean songs, yeah. you would just easily you know come up with the um, kind of. Like a very narrow-minded 
kind of you know musical taste because right. I, I mean that's usually the thing that you would you would think of like right. trot music yes trot right? kind of japanese influence kind right. of trot music like anchor that's, inflection that's all you know usually right but that was not true at no, all no 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 yeah it was right before uh the first kind of like a um rise of uh the eighth army mm-hmm. uh stage that's right and that's right they just they were observing all the different kinds of music from country jazz mm-hmm. you know standard pop uh of course the vocal music including uh you know the japanese uh, trot the you know the enka sure. as well but so just this huge influx of all this yeah. new genre new inspiration yeah. yeah and this was the a really good example of how uh, the music, Korean music at the time, was heavily influenced by the uh, contemporary jazz music. Mm-hmm. So it it is kind of Koreanized jazz tinged vocal yeah. music, yeah, which was one of the biggest hits of all Huge time. Huge hit. Apparently, yeah. um, all the yellow shirts were flying off the shelves. And and the image itself. The, the man with the yellow shirt. The man shirt, in the yellow shirt. That's very bold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a bold color. Bold color, yeah. very colorful, te- right. kind of a technicolor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind just of image. Kind of standing out right? um, from the, you know, just the normal, the grays yeah. and the whites and the blue. And also the song itself is the yellow shirt, yeah. too. Right? It's a it's refreshingly bouncy <laughs> tune. <laughs> and uh, it's it so different from popular melancholic trot songs yes. of the time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It was just a huge fresh of breath air. Um, and the first, one of the very early mega, mega hits, mm-hmm. really fun song. It's 노란 샤스의 사나이, or even 사나이, the boy in the yellow shirt. <laughs> That was Han Myung-suk with Noran Shasi Ibn Sanai or Noran Shasi Sanai. There's a couple different versions of this, actually, <laughs> right. the name of this song. Uh, the boy in the yellow shirt or the man in the yellow shirt, It uh, it's up to you how you want to translate. Obviously, it's man, right? But it's the yellow shirt. That's with for the sure. The yellow shirt is very, <laughs> very important. And I like the Noran. <laughs> yeah, Noran. Yeah, that's the kind of older way. Older way of, of saying r- r- Writing, yeah, yeah right. English. Zero two nine one two says nineteen sixty one. Yeah. Well, even my mom wasn't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, the versions I the versions I uh, listened to uh, later on was also Han Myung Suk, but later versions, uh, much more a little more contemporary, maybe eight nineteen eighties or mm. something, mm. and they were much more. Trot style, yeah, which is yeah. interesting, yeah, because I've never heard this original original. I love it because mm. I, I mean, obviously, it reminds me of bluegrass, yeah, and kind fiddling. of bluegrass. If there's fiddling in there, old time music kind of yeah. arrangement. The fiddling is my favorite. I, I think not trot at all, like you said. No, no, I think there's also a very jazzy big band type of arrangement for this song. Oh. I think they just uh, made a uh, yeah, a couple of different versions yeah. uh, around the same time. But um, but anyway, yeah. this this was the kind of song that you might not wow. imagine when you think of the word K-pop or no the old way. old K-pop. You, I mean, it's not definitely trot, right? No. 
but um, it's it's a gem, and it's also a very important kind of a a key, a, a clue, a link to kind of what was actually historically going on. Yeah, in and Korea. also this kind of song was well mostly um, sung and heard by the um, uh, the city people. Uh, yeah, urban audience. So th- there's a distinction between an urban audience and a, yeah. and a, a rural audience. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we still have that kind of thing, right? Oh, yeah, Locally, top, ballad, OST, true. but sure. globally, K-pop. Yeah, yeah very That's a very interesting situation. It really is. Mm. Um, and it is interesting that it made it onto 90. Um, like you said, Youngdae, you uh, started growing more affectionate towards the uh, labor that looks like went into this list with actual localized Koreans wanting to insert and show Mm -hmm. just how broad of a history K-pop itself actually is and has. It is kind of statement from, it is a from statement. them, right? We know this hey, because we are Korean, right? Right, we know. <laughs> this is know. not the kind of ordinary K-pop list that that uh, usually the foreign contributors would, would not, you know, make. They would never have been able to find <laughs> out about this song. Even this song is, for a typical Korean, it's very mm-hmm. obscure. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, maybe the only exception might be the one that presumably made by Jakob. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jakob, oh, Jakob's you, you would have made us yes. so much more local. I, yes. I don't know. He's more local than I. his perspective is more local than most <laughs> Koreans. <laughs> Yes, uh, he was reincarnated um, from a, being a former Korean. He, he's Korean. Yeah. All right, our next song on the list, it is number 83, 83. going up from, yes. So, so you know you know what, 90, okay. Han Myung-suk. Sure. Then 89, back okay. to Aspa. All right, there we go. 80 at one time. Oh, one Mamamoo, time. Mamamoo, yep. yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stray Kids. Stray Kids. Then. Then. Shin Hye-chul's To You. Wow. Or, or Infinite Orbit, uh, Muhan Gredo. Uh-huh. So his his first band, and right. the, uh, the song was re- originally originally performed, and um, for the uh, uh, College Music Festival oh, in 1988, it won the Grand Prix. Right. right. So the yeah. so the officially the song uh, should be uh, Muhan Gredo. Yeah, Muhan Gredo. Right. Or but, infinite, um, infinite or orbit. But she has covered this song several more times under his name. Right. So it was also re-released under yeah. his solo albums as well. So we're gonna it, on Rolling Stones. It's Schnitzer Kudege to you, but the version we are actually listening to 1980 version. Oh, is the original Muhan Keto, right? Oh, that's great, fantastic. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The, the, this it's one. Very, oh? But it is a very important song. It was just just, um, any Korean person in the know who wants to, you know, make this kind of statement, they want to throw Shin Hechar in there. They have to. The significance of the song Mm -hmm. would be only understood by the audience at the time. Right. Who was watching the TV when the the song was first performed with the introduction of, you know, Infinite Orbit, right. sung by Seoul National University, <laughs> Yonsei University, uh-huh. Seogang University, joint team, <laughs> yes. Muhan Gredo, right. Infinite Orbit. That was a, such a such an iconic moment. Yeah. The, the, the intro, da 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 Yes, the fanfare. Pangpare. And that, that, that synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. That something we, we didn't... In 1988. 88. I've never heard right. that kind of thing before. Right. So it was like a statement for the new era. Mm. So they're, they're, it feels like they were saying, 
this is a new thing. Yes. This is the next big thing that you would be enjoying in the next like, decade. Here is your future. Yeah, here is the future. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, it's true that you do need a lot of historical context on why this song should definitely be on any top 100 list about K-pop. Um, but it is interesting and weird and kind yeah. of quirky and you have to smile a little that it's couched in there between like yeah temming and <laughs> yeah, you know right, um right. but but it's it's in there right and that's the point let's take a listen i'm not sure exactly uh, which what version? version we have but we're gonna know when we listen so here is kudege to you Shinechar's version of Kudege to You. Now that was his um, album version, um, released a little bit after yeah, 1991. Mm -hmm. I think it's from 91. The second but, album, uh, I mean, myself. The spirit of the song is intact. Just details are different. Uh, Young Dean, you right away which version it was, and gosh, it still sounds very yeah. impressive today. Right. Such a clean recording as well. You can hear the virtuosity in their musician musicianship. Wow! Yeah, it and is it was like the sensation. <laughs> it is like the kind of summary of '80s pop rock sound, right? <laughs> yeah. Melodically, arrangement-wise, but that's actually what Shinetar wanted. He failed mm -hmm. to uh, win the first competition he was participating oh, in. That was not his first try. So that was the second try. Oh. So he was. He came up with this, this meticulous yeah. idea of yeah. how to win this competition. Yeah. So he needed to make a, a wonderful impression. Yeah. You know, right from the start. Right from the start. So he he composed the That's opening. That's why they have that section. fanfare yeah. introduction first. Even I always wonder. It was just a very deliberate. So um, he made it deliberate because he wanted the judges to. He wanted to showcase their musicianship. Attention, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. smart. So, yeah. so smart. Oh, my gosh. All right, now this song, um, definitely not a stranger to any 100 top list hmm. about K-pop. It's at 76. 76. Mm -hmm. None other than solid. Solid as a rock, rock, rock ladies rock, and rock. gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this album. Uh, From Southern California. Yeah, uh, three guys from Southern California, solid. They were really the, I mean, historical context, their, their importance yeah. in K-pop, of course. First substantially R&B act the real, who, uh, yeah. who was able to do anything. Yes. Anything that um, any kind of black music trio would right. do. Hip-hop, R&B, right. rave, rap, rap yeah. anything, House. DJing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that was sensational. I, I I don't remember any group or singers before yeah. Solid uh, was able to make uh, such a such a modern, you know, African American sound. Right, and like make it them. really work for K-pop. Of course, that was mostly due to the talents of mm. um, Jay yeah. of the group, right? The yeah. producer, kind of a musical genius, really. Yeah, they Chung were. Yeah, Chong Jae Yoon was. Yes. Uh, was a really capable producer even Shoot. before the debut of Solid. That's so young. Yeah, so young. Too. He was already a producer for LA Boys. He was producing LA Boys, and, uh, Taiwanese, um, huge Taiwanese pop stars. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Then uh, they were 
picked up by Chang Ho Il of Gong Yi Ro Bi. Right. In, uh, Another 90... Muhan Gedo kind of collection. 93. <laughs> yes. But uh, the first album was a total failure. Yeah, it flopped. <laughs> they went back. They were so upset. They came back. <laughs> and then they came back. And uh, so they did... Uh, they tried. They, you know... Yeah, kind of modified the approach. Mm-hmm. So they did more kind of Korean pop-friendly songs like 이밤의 끝을 잡고 with the help of Kim hyung Sog as a, as a producer and right. composer. So they... To put it simply, they did, they did it better. <laughs> yeah, they did, just did it they better. They went back, yeah. did it better, came back. Right. And, uh, and then everything was working for them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so three members, solid um, singer, rapper, and then producer extraordinaire. I, he always looks so bored when he's standing on stage. George, John. George, John, and Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Just the <laughs> most common <laughs> Korean-American name. Actually, uh, George is not very common. No, no, not really. No, George is actually very uncommon for a Korean-American mm. name. <laughs> John Lee. John Lee. How's that? J-U. John Lee. Um, yes, uh, the, and they changed the, the direction of K-pop in general as we know it from about you know mid nineties and on. They started the Kyopo wave. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where every producer started just booking flights to yeah. you know Los Angeles, New York, everywhere just to to start scouting Who, who's going to be the Koreans. next solid <laughs> exactly. that's how you got Uptown UPT right? that's how you got Jay Jay that's how you got me Lena <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes this yeah. song single-handedly might have been responsible for me even oh. ending up here oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure um, and it is their um, quintessential hit their signature uh, ballad song I'm going to say signature ballad because they also have a signature dance song and yeah. then they have a signature they don't like the song. you know Oh, boys to Men, NWA, <laughs> Bell Biv Devo in all in one all in package. One. That's true. Yeah. And good Korean church boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On top of that. Um, and it's a beautiful song. Uh, I never get tired of listening to it except for um, George's pronunciation, which is much better now. But you have to give him credit. He couldn't read Korean when he sang this. Mm. He. Uh, actually had never learned the Korean um, alphabet. Yeah. So all the lyrics to this song was written out in the alphabet. Right. A, B, right, C, D, right. F, G. <sighs> and if you think of that, then you just appreciate what an amazing musician he is to pull this off. And so many words. Yes. I mean, that's, that was 90s. difficult song. Yeah. The full of words. <laughs> with the hardest pronunciation. Yeah. But you know what? The, this song in particular so should be sung with that accent. It, I don't it, know. It doesn't sound right without it. <laughs> okay, we'll stop and we'll let you listen to um, Kim Johan do it because he just does it better. Here's Solid with Iba Mekutu holding on to the end of the night. That was solid with Iba Mekutur holding on to the end of the night. You know, I was just, uh, we were uh, waxing nostalgic here mm. as we were listening to it. But I also, you know, I went back to 1995 just thinking about this song coming out. And nowadays we're so spoiled because ev- we have so many talented yeah, yeah. R&B vocalists out there. I mean, George, George is still sort of 
the best of them mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you think of people like Nar and you know yeah. Brown Eyed Soul yeah. and, and all these people. Um, and but then back then, you have to remember and put yourself back in ninety nine five that there was nothing right, nothing like this. Yeah. and I can just imagine people just just fainting like what. <laughs> Yes, when was, they hear Kim Jo Han's performance, right? Right. It, that, oh. that, I mean, the vocal was, yeah. the, I think, the biggest thing to mm-hmm. impress the, mm-hmm. the audience at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and the opening section, like, woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Right, that, that, starting that, that har- with it. The harmonization, I mean... You, you said it was just literally the first time that anything like that was heard in, in Kyo. In ha- have, you, have you watched 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yes. So you know the monolith, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of experience. Right. You just cannot explain what that is. But if that you s- monumental, yeah. But if you have an wow. experience to to see that, mm-hmm. witness that in person, mm-hmm. it'll be changed forever. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. A J H S K fan zero nine says, you know, there were actually those who said that this song felt more like a pop song mm-hmm. than Kyo. Thanks to Kim Jo Han's pronunciation. Yeah, that yeah. that actually. Added, it didn't take away, but it mm. actually added to that whole kind of exotic. Right. Yeah. You know yeah, that I I think I don't know what other kind of vocabulary would so des- describe that kind yeah. of difference. I mean that that nuance. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, exotic True. maybe, exotic, but um, <laughs> maybe. exotic but not exotic. Not it's like, exotic. Oh, this can be our own now, like something like that. So kind of voice, kind of timbre that mm-hmm. would perfectly fit into the that R&B singing. Right. Yeah, that was a difference. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely so. Um, and that was 76 Folks, and it, it definitely deserved a place there on this list. Um, this is a very uh, question mark choice for me, too, um, when we're talking about <laughs> K-pop. Uh, obviously, again, we have to go to historical contents, but we're looking at number 69. Okay. So again, uh, yeah. I just look 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 yeah, through the I wanted, yeah. this is EXID, oh, okay. Monster X, Drama Rama, Monster X, Pek uh, Jiang. Well, it's kind of interesting. Icon, Love mm-hmm. Scenario, Turbo, oh, yeah. Black Hat, Nero. Oh, oh, that's like my personal favorite <laughs> yeah, yeah, from okay. Turbo. Then Epikai, Love, oh, Love, Epic Love. High. So yeah, I I, I can oh, understand yeah. that. Sure, or of course, except, Epikai. Yeah, Pek Jiang was quite unique, but yes, Epikai definitely. Then sixty nine, uh-huh. uh-huh. Love and Peace. It's been a long time. Wow. Love, uh, 사랑과 평화. 사랑과 평화, yeah. Yeah, what a choice, that by the way. That is an interesting choice. Um, yeah, obviously, 사랑과 평화, well, technically, mm-hmm. the band technique-wise, they're, they're one of the top bands of all time. Like, like the funk legends. Yeah, right? I, I mean, the, the whole technique, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that, that te- technicality. Right. Love and Peace and Chung Peace, um, uh, the house band, right? We did Antan Singh. Yeah, th- those are tops. Right. Yeah. The the top bands of all time, really in Korea, yeah. um, especially in in terms of funk fusion. Right. Just, uh, the um, it, it starts with jazz, and then it just gets very contemporary from there. Still not a popular genre right now. No, never. Um, but never at the time, really catches fire on the mainstream. Seventy eight. The song was from seventy eight, but the the song, the mm-hmm. recording. Was from seventy eight, but mm-hmm. they ha- had been doing this kind of thing from the while. from the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. But na- they never made it big mm-hmm. until this one. Ah. it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Seventy. They everyone knew they were the best band at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a, 
uh, Eighth Army uh, clubs right. or the underground. But this song was yeah. uh, kind of like a life-changing song for them because wow. it's, it's a mainstream hit. Finally put them on the mainstream right, charts. Right, Yeah. It's one of the best albums. Like, like they say, mm-hmm. one of the best albums to ever come out of the country. What? Really? Wow, that's yeah. high praise. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Wow. And it's 69, so it's almost to the halfway point. So it's yeah. actually pretty, not pretty far down. And uh, you, you just cannot forget the name of the composer as well. Yeah. Lee Jang-hee. Lee Jang-hee. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Amazing uh, songwriter, producer, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. singer himself. Uh, he wrote this song for Love and Peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was whole kind of like late 60 early yeah. 70 vibe right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the the name of the group itself love, love and peace, and right? peace right that where you think it love, came from you know, absolutely and uh they obviously do um really really deserve a special place um and it's i feel like a little bit of labor of love here going on in this yeah. list yeah to um go to the trouble of including um historically significant important artists to Koreans mm. on this list being introduced to a global community. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very nice efforts on their part. Here is Harangwa Pyeongwa, Love and Peace with Handongan Tumesoji. It's been a long time. That was 사랑과 평화, Love and Peace with 한동안 뜸했었지. It's been a long time and uh, you just, uh, all you have to do is listen to their instrumentation. You know how good they are because you can hear that they don't need much. They just, oh. uh, they you you feel like they it's such an organic arrangement that just right. came out of their live performances of it. Mm-hmm. And they don't, there's not a lot of instruments playing, but it kind of just fills up all of the because yeah. that groove right the groove and the the bassist wow you really can definitely stuff. see that they so they're not born with that groove mm-hmm. naturally mm-hmm. Um, because they're, they're not African American they're not American but and they, there was no music like this no. that they were exposed to when they were young and being influenced absolutely but, but not. they learn hard yeah yeah throughout, they through, heard um, it somewhere and then they just yeah. had to know it and they had to um, they had to just pursue it and look at how well they did and mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. legend they are the musicians musicians here in Korea yeah. and in even in uh, mainstream culture here 사랑과 평화 we don't hear about them a lot so giving them a little spotlight at spot 69 on the Rolling Stones list is yeah kind of I, like, I like the the rank as well 69 because mm-hmm. I mean the year of 1969 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all about kind of psychedelia. That was the Woodstock year. Yeah, Woodstock. yeah, Woodstock, yes. Summer of Love. Yes. So, yeah, quite, quite a quite a good number quite for good uh, number. for the group like Love and Peace. Quite a perfect number. Yeah. Now it makes me wonder if they picked number sixteen on on purpose. <laughs> oh. Right. Hmm. Hmm. That's a theory. Mm, it could be. Maybe. It, d- FYI, I just saw that number 68 is 17's Aju Nice. <laughs> you see? Wow. Yeah, that's a sort yes. of confusion that <laughs> I I have to feel. A little semantic confusion. Every time I see this list. <laughs> right. 67 Sister. Yeah. 66. That sort of thing. Big Bang. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, it, they are 
kind of stuck in there. But what are you going to do? You have to stick him in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and our last track of the day is going to be our um, highest ranking uh, for the day. It is Can at sixty-three. This, this is un- this? this is an unusual choice. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> I mean sixty. 63, yeah. right? This is about halfway very point. Very high, very yes, high. halfway point. Uh, but the song... Yeah. Well, I like this song personally. Me too. Um, I liked it so much I covered it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You sang it beautifully with the arrangement by uh, Hwang Sung-jae, Hwang right? Sung-jae, yeah. Um, but oh, what a... What a un- I, I, I'm not it is u- an using interesting the choice. You know what? Yeah. It's also an interesting choice out of this artist's songs. That yeah. you could have chosen yeah. from. Um, we are talking about. Pang Migyong. Ibue Kyungo. Ibue's warning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think this was actually one of her biggest hits. Is it? It's no, not even. Is it? It's one of them. One of the biggest hits. You know, she has like two or three songs. You Got Jan and You was the biggest hit. That's hits. right. That's um, the biggest hit. Then why uh, not that song and why this song? That's there were a lot of other about. ballad songs. Well, that's, ballad that's song. before the dance craze, but. Pagni Young, you know, she also did a huge career makeover going into this genre, right, yeah, in the first yeah. place. So it does seem fitting that because that made the huge impact. Okay, so Pang Mi Young was a folk ballad singer yeah. be- before um, before the mainstream yeah, era. Yeah. Then uh, the notoriously famous and capable producer named Kim Chang Hwan. He was the king of K-pop. He was uh, in the early 1990s. Right. Uh, he produced Shin Sung Hoon, Kim Gon Mo, Clone, Pang Mi Young, Noise, uh, Hong Kyung Min. He was Many the, the it hit yeah. producer of yeah, the He time. was a Barry Gordy at the time. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> he picked Pang Mi Gyeong and yes. completely transformed her. Transformed her. Makeover. Into a black singer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a that's dance, the word I, I would like to use. Dance music queen. Yeah. Um, and like Donna Summer meeting Whitney yeah, Houston. Very, I don't know. Yeah, Donna <laughs> Summer is a very good... Um, I think they were channeling Donna Summer because they wanted her to use her chops yeah. to to be a diva, yeah. right? And she was she had a very different aesthetic um, before this transformation, mm-hmm. but she had the chops, and mm-hmm. so I think the producer yeah. Kim Chang Wan says you got to use that. He was no he one was, can do that. Yeah, she, he, she was the diva, but she never sang really a beautiful R and B ballad. Right, right. He, she rather you know. The sang the the song Big, like this strong women anthems yeah. female anthems um, even Eve's warning right Eve f- very deliberate yeah, here right, right. Uh, female you better you better uh, you know be good because you know you got to be scared of me a lot of woman power going on reminiscent of Bad Girls by Dawson yeah, yeah and I I think that that mm. kind of inspired her uh, concept mm. this may be. I okay. You know what? Looking back, I think this is a good choice, mm. especially because of the Eve's warning. Because this is the progenitor, the ancestors of the girl crush that girl we crush. have today. Yeah, you know, it's the twenty-one before twenty-one. Right. I know, right? Yeah, and, from and, the nineties. Right, and the song w- was composed by Chun Sung-il of Noise. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the biggest composers at the time. I personally like this song the best because the melody is so yeah. melodic. Sweet. It's a very pretty right. melody. Even though the music was based yeah. on the arrangement of jungle... Jungle music. Music. Jungle dance, techno house, <laughs> whatever, whatever that it is. was called. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely from the, the club scene. Kim That's Chang true. was one of the biggest, the biggest club 
DJs. Yeah, club DJs. That's right. Um, yeah, so it makes quite sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it introduced the rapper. Yes, a uh, then, then unknown fledgling la- rapper named Kang Wale. From Clone. Who eventually became one half of Clone. So, yes, I guess in a couple different ways, this does have quite some significance. Yes. So, very fittingly, we acknowledge uh, the Rolling Stones Committee's choice <laughs> to put this here. But um, the, at the number 63, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, still don't know about that. You know, um, that's the thing. They should have made, They have to make a different list hmm. saying the most historically important right. K-pop songs of all time. Yeah. Or, or, of, or, or standard the, or, K-pop. I don't know. I don't know. Pre-K-pop. As we laugh about the um, (laughs) random subjectivity of Mm -hmm. uh, a list such as this, we still really appreciate kind of the love that went into making this list really well-rounded. Oh, music is music. Yeah, music is music. Very well put. great music. Well, thank you so much, Youngdae, for all of your insights as well. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Welcome back. All right. Here's Park Mi-young with Eve's Warning. Eve's Warning. Eve's Morning or Eve의 경고 by Park Mi-kyung bringing us to the end of today's One Fine Day. Here's Koyote with their version of the song Pata, The Sea. Thanks for tuning in and see you tomorrow.